0: While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century.
1: Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm Vicki Nethling and your host coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The purpose of this podcast is to f- have topics and guests that will empower you to take your business or your life to the next level. My guest today is Dr. Peggy Gleason. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Peggy. Dr. Peggy Gleason is a Duke-trained, certified, integration, integrative, okay, I might have to practice that word, integrative health coach with several other certifications as a life and wellness coach and holds a doctoral degree in natural health. She has been a nurse for over four decades and specialized in critical care nursing for 30 years. Her passion is to coach nurses by exploring all dimensions of their lives, physically and emotionally. She has inspired women all over the globe to continue their success as professional women while finding time for living a life of more contentment, better health, and more peace of mind. Peggy is originally from Nyack, New York, currently living in North Carolina with her husband and her greatest joy is spending time with her children and grandchildren. And I echo that. Today, our theme is holistic approach to burnout. Of course, nobody on this audience cares anything about burnout, right? Okay, so get your pencils and papers out because we've got some notes to take.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Please join me in welcoming Dr. Peggy Gleason. Welcome, Dr. Peggy.
2: Well, thank you for that introduction. I appreciate that. It's it's lovely to be here. Yes. Well,
1: the topic is one that, as I was joking um is, is something top of mind for a lot of people around the world, not just here in the U.S. But we always start out with easy question. I hinted to the answer to this, but tell everyone what part of the country you call home.
2: Right now I call home North Carolina. I am an original New Yorker and proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I love, I love where I live now, it's, it's beautiful.
1: You know, I'm from Pittsburgh. And so at some point in time, we just say, I don't want snow. No more.
2: <laughs> True story. True story.
1: So just let's start out right from the get go. Tell me about burnout and your well, experiences with that.
2: You know, I had personal experience, so I got to know it real well. Um, but burnout is is something that, and I, I want to preface this by saying, not everybody knows they have burnout. Burnout is when you're, um, you're just starting to break down, so Mm. to speak, if that makes sense, you know, you're exhausted, you're overwhelmed, you can't think straight, you're not sleeping, you're eating like a fool, (laughs) you can, can manifest in many ways. Um, but a uh, compassion fatigue, which is part of burnout, is when you lose passion for what mm. you do, and yeah. that's what's happened to the frontliners during COVID. They were so burned out. It's not like they didn't care, mm. but they were starting to get detached because your ex- your your heart is exhausted, everything mm. is exhausted, yeah. and um, you know when when people suffer from compassion fatigue, particularly, it's heartbreaking, because the very passion they have, they're losing, they, they become indifferent, Um, they still do their job, but they start disengaging, and it breaks their heart, because they, they think something's wrong with them, like, Mm. why am I not excited about this, why, you know, this was something I worked so hard to do, and I can't do it anymore, Uh, so that's a big part of it, but, things break, and and in my experience, um, at, at the time, I was a single mom for a bit, and uh, more than a minute, <laughs> and I had aging parents. I was in critical care. Actually, I was running one of the largest critical care units in New York, and um, I was waking up super early in the morning, getting everything done, you know, like all women, right? Yeah, it, right. Burnout is not just healthcare workers, and mm. I work with women from all walks of life. I just am—I uh, just have a lot of people in the nursing industry that are kind of drawn, but um, I found that you know I get migraines every day. Well, mm. I dealt with them; I never missed a day of work, but boy, oh boy, were they wicked! And it wasn't till I realized having a standing appointment with a neurologist was not normal, Yeah, (laughs) something that had to be given. And it did, it did wake me up. And I thought, this is not okay. Something's wrong here, you know, between my GI system and, you know, my headaches and stuff, my body was rebelling Mm. at what I was doing to it. So that's, that was wake up. And I think the point is, most people do not know they are actually in the throes of burnout you know yeah they're blaming it on something else right but it is part of the process so true
1: and you know you have your new moms you have the executive woman executive that's trying to climb the ladder you have the the people that are trying to juggle 50 balls at once and you do you just go on with life and you think well I can't stop but Sometimes
2: exactly.
1: Sometimes I, you get stopped.
2: Yes. Yes. And you know, cause we, we don't look at just the job. Yeah. It's how that intersects with everything else in your life because yeah. with burnout it's you're on a slow burn, right? <laughs> and that's what I call it. The slow burn before you really <laughs> get sick from it. And you know, your relationships are affected. Your eating, as I mentioned, is affected. You don't exercise purposefully you might run around like a rabbit but you're not really purposefully moving for healthy reasons Mm -hmm. um financial every it affects all 12 dimensions of well-being wow so you you went into a lot of the signs
1: when you see those signs what should
2: you do i think you should pause and take note of what's really going on with yourself and seek some help. Uh, you know, there is plenty of people that do understand this. Um, I know sometimes people are reluctant, women particularly, uh, they're reluctant to go to a doctor about this. Mm-hmm. I think probably going to coach is a little better or social worker, somebody that understands it better because you don't want to be given just a Band-Aid, a pill. That's yeah. not gonna, That's not going to work um and that's one of the things that makes me a little crazy is when you know uh, people go for help because they're exhausted and this oh they give them uh yeah here's some ambien and and then uh you know Mm uh you know xanax or something else you know and they give them medication and it just puts a band-aid on it never ever gets to um to the root cause um my most I think the biggest thing people can do, and maybe the first thing, and something I feel very strongly about is, look at where your time is going. Mm-hmm. Look at everything you're doing in a given day. How many people are you helping <laughs> instead yeah, of helping yourself? And yourself, yourself right. Uh, because part of the the reason people get burned out is because they don't know how to say no. Yeah. Um, because they're afraid of what people think or, you know, they just, they, they feel funny about being judged to say no. And also they think they're being rude when you're, you're not really. Mm-hmm. Um, look at how much time you're spending on devices. That's usually the first thing that I look at is, look at, take a time, time study on yourself and look at where all that time is going and how much time are you allotting to you? Because if you don't take time and slot that time, I mean, you have to schedule it. As if it's a doctor's appointment, schedule time. Even if it's five minutes in the beginning, five minutes, close your eyes, Mm -hmm. think about your breath. That's five minutes. Mm
1: -hmm. So true.
2: And uh, I think that's part of the issue is Mm -hmm. people don't even, they're not cognizant of what they're actually doing to themselves.
1: So do you have people that keep a journal in the beginning to just kind of, you know, I I know whenever I changed my diet and for all that time that I was working with a counselor, I wrote down everything I ate. Yes, it was a pain in the butt, but it was really
2: eye opening. It is eye opening. And that's why I do have them do a time study by writing it down and write down every single thing that you have to do all the things that you don't really have to do cuz that's part of it mm-hmm. um and um just start noticing and you know i mean it's it's exhaustive for some people to say i don't have the time to do that but you do you do have the time put your device down turn it off oh god that's like the forbidden thing right mm-hmm. turn my phone off god forbid yeah. but um turn your phone off for 20 minutes and just kind of recollect the last full day you can remember and just note all the things you did you might not know how much time you spent on each thing right. but look at all those things you did because that's a bl- great place to start because what you're going to find out is you probably did stuff you didn't need to do right right trying to be that perfect something perfect
1: mother perfect wife perfect whatever yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, perfect in your career, perfect. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I say, it, it, as as we mentioned before, you know, burnout is is not uh, it it's an, it it's everywhere. Let's just yeah. put it. it's rampant. It's rampant right now, and you know, it's a serious issue right now. And when you look, and I I know statistics of nursing, mm-hmm. the nursing profession right now, forty four percent are burned out that we know of wow. we know it's a lot higher uh but all professional women well all women basically but i work with all professional women um there it's a very high statistic right now particularly because of what happened in the last two years because a lot of uh families had to do homeschooling yeah along with the shopping and the cleaning and the you know, cooking and everything else mm-hmm. plus their career so um so that's part of it
1: Yeah, I definitely had several of my um, friends where they, you know, cut out Toastmasters or whatever, because they said, uh, you know, I never had to do anything but breakfast and dinner. Now I have to do breakfast, homeschool, be able to be 100% at my job, but also to keep these people doing their (laughs) homework. And it was just too much. It was and, too much. And
2: think about, you know, it's it's insane. It mm-hmm. really is insane. And the fact that we keep doing it over and over and over. And I know there's a shortage of workers in every industry right yeah. now. Everybody's struggling. And that's why it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's time to speak out about it. And, and I think making it more, uh, a, give it some awareness and respect women who can come forward and say, I need help. I'm yeah. I'm really juggling and I'm, I'm, I'm not happy anymore. Yeah. And that's why I say, you know, more contentment is really important. We want people to be content in their lives. Mm-hmm. How many years do we have on this earth? Yeah. You know, we have to, we have to make it a priority.
1: Right. For sure. So You started to tell us this, but, and why you're such an expert, you hinted that you lived through this. What's your story?
2: Well, I think I mentioned before just running around like a rabbit, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, my, my parents are quite old. They were quite elderly. My father had cancer. My mother was, um, she was not coping very well. Um, And at the time, I had three kids that were really young, Um, and i I was so pleased to do my job. I loved my job, I really did. But i I was burning the candle at both ends. I was Mm -hmm. also, by the way, studying for my doctorate all during the same time. (laughs) It is what we do (laughs) because we think we can. It's because we think we can, that's what I mean. We don't realize what we're doing to ourselves. And, you know, I ended up with terrible insomnia with the migraines. Um, it, was, it was quite, <laughs> it was quite impactful is yeah. all I can say. Um, and I look back now at my life and how it's so different. Yeah. Like my time is super important to me. Mm-hmm. I get up, I do get up early. But that's because I like to get up early. That's where my brain works better. But Mm -hmm. the first thing I do is, now I like my coffee in the morning. I'm a New Yorker and I like coffee. (laughs) (laughs) And I grab that coffee. I go to my favorite chair, sit quietly. I do meditate, but meditation can be different for everyone can be your, your thoughts, it can be just your breath, it can be nothing,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, but I find whatever works for me at that given time, and then I journal. And I think journaling is one of the best ways to start healing, because when you take something from your heart, your head, to your hand, to paper, it's amazing how relieving it is, because mm-hmm. when you, the purpose of journaling isn't to make it all fancy, it's what you're thinking is going down there. It's free. It's free style. And I recommend that for everyone. Just freestyle, write what you're thinking, write what's on your mind and then say goodbye to it. Mm-hmm. Say, you know, say a thank you. Be grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, grateful for being able to let go of it and right. then shut the book and have a good day.
1: That's right. It does bring insight to, to what's in your head. you know, you you might have thought it was just a passing thing, but if it if it comes out in the journal, it, it's got to be something that's needed to be put down on that paper.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And sometimes the the smallest things you don't think really have any meaning when you start looking at it and feeling it, because you tend to feel when you're journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden, you wait. Wait a minute. You know, there is something to that. It's not, I'm not going crazy. There really is something to that.
1: Right. So how does this differ from having that compassion fatigue?
2: Well, I think compassion fatigue, you know, I could say it differs, but I have to be honest with you. I haven't met anybody with burnout that doesn't have compassion fatigue. I think there is some people that have compassion fatigue and maybe are not burned out completely like physically um having symptoms. Uh but they're just getting detached or sick of it. You know, they're yeah. just, I'm not dealing with it and I'm not doing it anymore. Type of disengagement. So how do you help nurses
1: to begin to tackle the burnout that they felt over the last two years
2: or decade? <laughs> or <Four> decades. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And it's like I say it's not just nurses because I work yeah. with other women. Um, Uh, The first thing I do is I I make an appointment and do like an overall assessment of where they are, not just in their health, but there are so many different areas of wellness that I do like to address. So we look over all of the dimensions of wellness and it's a a wonderful way to really help them realize where they're at and it can be relationships and moving and eating and self-care and self-love it, it can be all of those things even intellectual and emotional and um there's so many different areas so because they all integrate you know yeah. when we say integrative medicine it they integrate all those areas go together so that's the first thing i recommend they do is just set up an appointment and we we go over it together to see what is it that's going on and what's the best way to approach it because everybody's going to be different
1: so hearing that, I would think that in real, realistic terms, a half an hour appointment is not going to f- uh, unravel <laughs> something that you spent decades doing. Um, how typically how often do you have to, to talk with a person? And I know it's individual, but you know, on a typical basis, how long does, self-discovery uh, take for
2: people you know i usually try what i do is i have programs where people can get into my workshops where we will look at one dimension at a time oh nice and what we'll do is they'll they'll look at a, a lesson i'll send them something and then we will have live coaching and we'll have a group of people like-minded people that are mm-hmm. going through the same thing and we we just sort of go through it and you know you get a lot of me time in there and uh we work on it uh some people just knowing that they're not the only people Yeah, I was just going to say that. Really the magic. It really is the magic because then they go oh. you know they'll they'll bring up things like you know my my director doesn't even care what I do. I'm not, they're telling me I can't go home at the end of the day. They don't realize I'm exhausted. I have kids at home and I cannot leave. That's a true story, by the way, mm. that does happen in healthcare in hospitals. And, um, you know, you'll be charged with abandonment of a patient, you know, and you know, then, then they're, of course they're they're frustrated. Yeah. Um, some people will just say, you know, my husband and I hardly even talk anymore because. I just don't have time. I'm too tired. Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. So I think the group thing is really important. Um, it, you get a deeper discovery. Um, as far as going over initially, it doesn't have to take that long because a lot of it they can do on their own. Once mm-hmm. we meet each other, we can kind of, I can guide them into say into this is what I want you to really look at and take your time with. Here's a workbook. I want you to really dig deep and look at answer all these questions because that's going to help identify where you are in the process, mm-hmm. what is really happening yeah. with you in your health and your well being, um, your mindset, particularly because that's one of the most important things to work on. And um, then we know where to work. We can yeah. go from there.
1: And that is so true. I, I think that you cannot discount the benefits of having that group that is in the same situations, same mindset that you are, Mm -hmm. knowing that you are not alone is such a huge um, benefit.
2: Yes, I agree. And, you know, I, I absolutely adore doing group coaching. I've been doing it for a lot of years. Um, And, I I'll be honest with you, I get a lot out of it. Yeah. Not just them. I, <laughs> I, I leave like on a high because mm-hmm. I know that it's been it's been such a, a release for everyone. Yeah. You know?
1: So true. So how does the Dr. Peggy 20 years ago, or a, as a 20-year-old, what kind of
2: advice are you giving her,
1: that 20-year-old?
2: I am telling her the most important person you need to take care of is you. You can always help other people, but make sure you learn how to say set boundaries and say no gracefully and um, don't feel guilty about saying no. If you want to help people and you have space for it, great, but um, take care of yourself first and, and Absolutely, start now on carving out time for you, for your joy, for your well being. I actually think the generations behind me got better at that than we were, than I was when I was younger, because yeah. many years ago, you didn't know that was okay to do. So, I would that's what I would tell my 20 year old self.
1: And that's so true because you know, you had to take care of your kids and elderly parents, which are just like taking care of your your kids and and that guilt of, oh my God, I can't tell them. No, I can't tell them this is me time. It's just so damaging to your self-care.
2: It is damaging and people don't understand there are ways to do it. And in my workshops, I do teach people how to do that oh don't know how to do that yeah and they learn this is how you can say no this is how you can um still have time for you for yourself without neglecting the ones in, in your love the ones you love you don't want to ever have that
1: right okay it is time for rapid fire this is where we'll um, give some questions or phrases and just whatever comes top of
2: mind so talk to me about multitasking. Definitely not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it is a myth. <laughs> we were so proud of it. <laughs> oh, my God. I was the queen of multitasking. I know, and um, And the brain takes so much longer. When you're multitasking and you switch from this to this, your brain has to try to pause and figure it out and then try to pause and figure out where they left off. You're not as effective. People think it's a great time management. It's not, it's it's terrible. You know, the mind can only focus on one thing at a time. And mm-hmm. that is the truth.
0: Yeah.
1: So how do you achieve burnout, busting, better sleep?
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Well, say
1: that three times. <laughs> favorite,
2: my favorite topic because uh, I told you I suffered with insomnia for a long time. And that's another whole, it's actually a whole course that I give uh, or, you know, workshop and there's many, many different things. A lot of it has to do with your environment. A lot has to do with what you put in your mouth um, (laughs) before you go to bed. Um, It has a lot to do with your partner. (laughs) you might have a very noisy partner but there are so many things there's a lot of things about blue light and we can go on and on but there's a whole plethora of great tips for you to learn on how to sleep more soundly okay so again everybody she has a workshop on that
1: (laughs) (laughs) talk to us about the challenges today with
2: employee engagement Oh, employee engagement is, um, that's probably the hardest part for a lot of people, because Mm -hmm. when I talk with, per se, women that are working under a director or boss or something, they're they're fearful. They're very fearful that they will get in trouble, they'll lose their job, they shouldn't Mm -hmm. speak up. I think that's part of another whole issue. And there are ways for you to communicate. Again, it's all about doing things gracefully, right? That's what we want. We wanna improve our communication. We wanna be heard, but we also wanna be understood. Mm -hmm. And that comes through um, communicating and setting boundaries. And again, that's another thing that goes into the workshop and I could go on and on about that too.
1: Yeah, that just brings to mind, you know, it, it's really not something that's just with women, but I know that women are less apt to talk about being tired and exhausted because they're competing against men. And the truth of the matter is they're, the men are just as burned out as we are oftentimes. They
2: absolutely are, but they will never admit it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And that's why men die sooner than we do. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, because they, you know, pride is, uh, pride is a yeah. silent killer.
1: Yeah, sure. Self-care, moms, nurses, you name it. Why do we overlook it? I think we've talked about this, but I think you know I could talk about this for days and days because it is just one of my passion topics that we've got to take better care of ourselves.
2: Well, we do, and it and and the first thing and my signature course does uh, address this is understanding how to create time for your self care. Yeah, and that's a whole, a, you know, a whole course, and there are so many ways that you can achieve that the bottom line is you have to, you have to do do a little work with your mindset, Mm -hmm. because I think that's where most of the problems women have right now is their mindset needs to be reset. And we do a lot of work with um, how we think, what our inner person starts telling us like, Oh my God, you can't do it. You have to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, we hear this little person on our shoulder and we have to learn how to, I quote, taming the gremlin. And there's a book called taming the gremlin, <laughs> um, how to tame your gremlin. And, um, that's a really important thing Yeah, to learn some techniques on how to tame your inner voice so that you will take that time for yourself mm-hmm. and do the self-care.
1: And it just feels
2: so good too. And I also think another thing that, you know, we can include in that is time with our friends. Yeah. That's self-care. And you know what? Once you make a date to go shopping or to go out to lunch or to do something, that's an accountability. And I think that's another thing that works to help us Mm -hmm. to do that self-care. You got to have some accountability.
1: Right. One of the things when covid just got to be real underway in 2019 i was so worried i had done a lot of work with my church and i was so worried about all of the older people that mm-hmm.
2: yeah. that were shut oh, in and yeah. terrified
1: so i started to do yeah. zoom lunches
2: where my we would just chat day.
1: So it was so wonderful just to just chat and make sure that they were okay. And, you know, do you need me to go buy and get something at the store for you? But What but, you a
2: beautiful know. way to serve. That's yeah, beautiful. But, and you're right there. Yeah. You benefited it's, from it. You know, the giving was rewarding for you. And that also in, a, in an indiscreet way is a way of self-care.
1: Yeah, because it made me feel, feel great people. to see that they were doing exactly. okay or feeling good. You know. And, you know, I, I, so I think there's creative ways to do, you know,
2: we just have to be innovative and think about. it. You, exactly. And creativity is a big part of Yeah. Um, What people learn when I'm working with them is, I mean, I do vision workshops. Oh, nice. Look at your future vision. Let's Mm -hmm. bring your catalogs, bring your, bring your scissors, bring some stars, (laughs) stickers, (laughs) anything you want. And we used to do that, you know, all the time when I had live uh, coaching. Uh, But, but even that was a break away from the, from the exhaustion. It was something Mm -hmm. that made them smile and be happy and look forward takes your mind off of everything you have to,
1: mm-hmm. you have to. That's why I love reading books. It just lets me go to that
2: place. And- yeah. Another self-care suggestion. If you are a music bug, like I am put on your favorite music, Yeah. just put it on and let everything melt away. Like just forget mm-hmm. about everything for a whole four songs yeah right <laughs> four songs. Yeah,
1: so true the very last one is
2: how did you pivot the last two years oh my gosh okay that's a good question and it was a quite a pivot for me yeah I, I was much. so used to going to we I had a place in my church I had my own room and everything and I had you know what I needed for my groups and um then the groups were no longer and they did not want to do online. They just said, no, it's Mm -hmm. not going to be the same. So I had to start all over with, with that particular group. Then I kind of coaxed them a little bit. Uh, Some of them were older and just didn't, it just didn't fit for Mm -hmm. them. And that was okay. I still keep in touch with them on a different level, but um, I think the pivoting was a great thing. It, I think the only thing that stood my way was the darn technology and the auto <laughs> responders and all the all the stuff in between and making everything work the right way. Uh, again, I could have said I'm going to burn out on the technology, <laughs> but then I realized, uh uh ah, delegate, delegate. Mm-hmm. I teach everybody else to delegate. That's right. I have to delegate. So um, I did okay. You know. Um, It was a little bit of um, a challenge initially because uh, it was, again, now I have to get out there in a different way. Yeah, And things are rolling really well now, but uh, I can't lie to you. It was, uh, there was a little freeze zone there for a bit, Mm -hmm. but um, with some creativity, um, I got back on, on the road. Yeah, this, it, it just opens such a whole new world.
1: Now, Peggy, Dr. Peggy Gleason can touch and help people around the world as if they were right next door in North Carolina. So loving that. Yeah, for sure. All right, it's time now for me to warn all those that are just listening to grab that pencil and paper. If you've not already done so, you missed a lot of great tips if you didn't, but I'm going to share Dr. Gleason's information. All right, so we have Professional Women's Port
2: Laura. It is W-O-M-A-N-S my purpose?
1: Yes. Professional Women's Wellness.com. She's on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram as Peggy Gleason, Twitter, she's PG underscore PWW. Pinterest, she's Peggy G G. That's my grandma name. I know. I'm Oma.
2: Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it.
1: And so she has a gift that I'm going to let her talk to you about.
2: Um, Well, that actually, you know, I look at that video and actually that is something else. I'm going to add another gift for the listeners, but that right there is an invitation not only to A free gift, which you'll love this because it is how to set boundaries and say no grace. Nice, nice. So you are going to get that. But that also will be a page where you can join me for a free workshop. Both things are on that page.
1: Awesome. I'm just writing the notes. So how to set boundaries and
2: say no gracefully the other thing that um, i do have available might be also on that page and um, i have to double check to be honest with you but <laughs> i have um a passport to wellness oh that's awesome and if anybody wants that, i can i can give you that link in addition if you'd like it sure we'll put and that, that in an awesome awesome workbook and it, it's all yours for nothing. Thank and you. We'll go over all of those dimensions of wellness, the eight wellness areas. And you can actually look at that and see where you are. <laughs> and if you do want to go further, then you can contact me.
1: Well, it has been just such a joy talking with you, Dr. Peggy. We had so many things that we covered. I definitely want to have you back um, in the the Thanksgiving time, because I think it's a, a great time where people start to get burned out and start to get overwhelmed. And I think it's a great time for us I, to have another session to I talk about. I would
2: absolutely it. love to come back around that time because I know that's when I hear the most about yeah. craziness. I yeah. can't drink it. and I know the tips are coming. I don't want to sit around the table with that. <laughs>
1: like I don't want to decorate the house I don't you know and, uh, and all the things that you know really bring me joy I hear people just complaining about and it's I, it is about mindset true but you know yeah. when you're burned out you're burned out and it doesn't make any difference how beautiful the end result's going to be if you're tired you're tired you're tired
2: absolutely but we'll we'll work on some real good tips for that time so stay tuned for some good stuff excellent
1: so again (laughs) as always i remind everyone life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride this is vicki netling signing off